Hello and welcome to another episode of the Extra Time Podcast with me, Ethan. I'm joined, as usual, by Yusef and Matthew. There's loads to talk about this weekend. Some massive games. Liverpool lost against Fulham. But let's yeah. start with Manchester derby. Uh, Man City obviously going into it seven points clear. I think it is at the top of the table. Manchester United in second. We were all expecting a City win, I think it's safe to say. But Manchester United surprised many with a 2-0 win. Fernandez scoring a penalty, which I think we'll all agree was a penalty in the second minute. And Shaw with a lovely finish into the bottom corner in the 50th minute. Uh, Matthew, I'll start with you here. I just want to bear in mind before we get into this topic that we have a Leeds fan and a Liverpool fan. So they're, neither of them are the biggest fans of Manchester United. Um, but Matthew, what did you think of the game? What did you were, were, Was it some positive signs for Manchester United? Matthew? Well, I mean... Yeah, they, they. Sorry, you cut out for me. It was a bit laggy, so I couldn't uh, read yeah. it. But um, basically, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, they played. They played like they usually do. I think Manchester City were just. They 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 played really well and they created chances, and then, I uh, some chances I don't know how they. Missed like Sterling just. He's right in the six-yard box and he misses the ball. Another chance for Sterling. He has a free header and he, he tries to header it back to the person who crossed in. But I think Sterling was... I think he had a really bad game that game. I think he could have scored at least two or three. Yeah, I think they, they just weren't clinical enough. They were right by the edge of the box. And they tried playing little passes in between the defenders, like which was never going to work. They should have just shot rather than trying to pass it into the goal so I think mm. they could have had better decision making and clinicality yeah it, it, Yusuf I think we'll all agree it was, it was a penalty uh, yeah it was yeah it's, uh, so if you haven't seen it and you're listening from home so it's uh, Gabriel Jesus was the one that they booked for the foul but there are about three players it, this was in like they gave it in like the 45th second so Martial straight from the the kickoff goes and then he cuts in from the right um, and then he gets kind of sandwiched by Diaz, Stones, and well, no, no, Gabriel uh, Jesus. It, no, Jesus they were all around him, but Jesus was the only one who actually touched him. And yeah. Jesus shouldn't be there, should he? Like... No. Yeah. What's he? Yeah. What? I don't know what. He's it's in the fourth. Man City has sixty-six percent well. possession, and they had twenty-three shots compared to United. United's eight. They created twenty-two of those. Ch- they created twenty-two chances. But here's the interesting thing: Manchester United had six chances created, three of which were big chances. Um, Manchester City created 22, and only two of those were big chances. So it's less about their shots, it's the missing, it's the maybe they're overplaying, is, is, is that if that's the term to use. They're kind of trying to pass it into the goal without having actually making any clear-cut chances. They almost they had nearly triple Manchester United's passes. Uh, Man City dominated massively. Just just to play devil's advocate here is is the season is is the title race over or have Manchester United got a chance now if Man City continue or or have taken a big mental blow from this? Is it still over? Is it still City's title? Matthew? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's obviously still City's title. I, I can't see City dropping 11 points in 10 games, never mind Manchester United going unbeaten, never mind going unbeaten, winning every single game. 
Yeah. I've got Man City have just, got some tough fixtures. It's not going to happen. I think Man United. Who do? A City, they've got they've still got Leicester so? to play. Do you still got those Chelsea? Yeah, they're got, all right. They've, yeah, they've got to play. Do you think twice. they will lose to? Do you think Leicester on an equal level to Man City? No, no. Do you think I, I, Chelsea are on an equal level? Yeah, they've even got, still tough fixtures though, in terms of the Premier League itself. That's that's third and fourth still to play. Yeah, but I mean, so like Man U have to play Leicester and and mm. Tottenham, and like, so they've got to be trying to get it win one early as possible, so that they can focus on the other competitions. Because they've got Everton in the what is it f- f- quarterfinals of the FA Cup, and then they've got the final of the Carabao Cup against Spurs, and they've got Munch and Glad back on the sixteenth of March for the second leg of their Champions League. Can, I don't know if asked this on the podcast before. Is it possible? Can can they do it? Yusuf, why are you doing this one? Can they win the quadruple? I mean, as it goes on, it seems more likely, but I mean, they've gotten to a point in the Prem where, like, they don't need to put full commitment into each game. Mm. Like, if if they can, if United start to drop points and City could win a couple in a row, that's when they should turn their full focus to the Champions League. Mm. That's why I think they should. I mean, let's be honest with City, the, their main goal is to win the Champions League. They've, like, in the past decade, they've won the Premier League plenty of times. So I think they'd want to win the Champions League, but I feel the more United start to win games, the the less likely it is for City to get the quadruple. So I I don't know. I think yeah. I'm I'm gonna say that they can because Bayern Munich they're still dominant, but I think City are even better. Mm, yeah, it's 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 kind of a poorer season throughout Europe, would you say as well? In terms of the Spanish league, isn't as good as it usually would would be. With yeah. man with Real Madrid and Barcelona, um. So on that, so it is kind of in Manchester United's hands because the quick, the quicker they get, the quicker City are mathematically too far off, which is only a matter of time. That's that's when Pep can start to play the kids in the in the in the Premier League and focus on the Champions League or more importantly the FA Cup because that's more relentless and more. Often, uh, so let's let's look at, let's have a look at Manchester United. If Manchester United were to strengthen in the summer with a player like Haaland or a player like Mbappe, which is which could happen, they they do have the money, but Matthew's laughing there. Yeah, because do you think Dortmund are going to get let Haaland go? Yes. Police yes. clause isn't active until 2022. And if Man United are going to pay something for it, Dortmund would probably have something like 150 million. No, Dortmund said apparently they're selling it for at least 100. It should be at least 100 million, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he's such a young talent and he's he's one of the... I, I, to, to be honest, I think he's the best striker in the world right now. Mm, yes, it's him. He, actually, him. thinking about it, it's if you if you count in an Mbappe, I, I think Mbappe yeah. is better than him. I think Mbappe is. I don't. I, I, I mean, of, I I I I, per, I personally do think Mbappe. It's just he better. has this pace of Mbappe, but he's he's stronger. 
But what in what way is Mbappe better than Haaland? Look at where Haaland in the nice possible way to the the Bundesliga. It's a it's probably the second best league no, in, no, in but, the world. No, but, but like in terms of attributes that Mbappe has, I think Haaland beats him and equals or beats him in every single one. Mbappe's just got that special big game. He's a big game player. He he is he is provided in the in the big moments, whether it be for France in the World Cup, whether it be for PSG in important. Yeah, but matches. Haaland can perform consistently. But Mbappe's just consistent. He just does it in the big games as well. I I, so I I think I, personally, I do but not watch just... the Bundesliga, so I can't I can't have an informed opinion yet. But until Mbappe uh, Haaland, sorry, his has proved proven it on the big stage in the Champions League the Champions League yeah he has proven it he has against who then he's got 18 Champions League goals in 13 games that's like yeah but that's not against that's not in a big big game in against the, against course. PSG Dortmund Mate. were they looked like they were gonna Dortmund were not the favourites to say the least and he just scores two and makes them win two now yeah you could say that but I, I do I do still think can, Mbappe yeah. I do still think Mbappe. Yeah, me too. But Haaland has the strength, the speed of Mbappe as well. Haaland uh, isn't... I still say, it's because he's a Leeds say, fan. It's because he's a Leeds fan. I still say, why, I still why, say Mbappe's how quicker. How do I have a biased opinion? How? I still think Mbappe's how? quicker. I just think Mbappe no, now no, has... No. Mbappe's way quicker. No, no. I don't want to M- hear Haaland. Mbappe is much quicker. We're not saying ha- Haaland's a per sacker in FIFA. Haaland is more powerful when he runs. Yeah, so he's definitely. Like, he's, he's, like, a, he's a stockier yeah. player. You know, like I, I, I think, I think that sort of power. The making of Haaland would, to be honest, I think the best player in the world out of them two will be the what the first of them to come to the Premier League, and prove if they if one of them proves it in the Premier League, they'll be better than the other. Well, the Liverpool GoFundMe will make that possible. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you don't, if you don't know about this, there's a there's a Liverpool GoFundMe page. For Mbappe, they're looking for two hundred and fifty million pounds. Currently, what they on about three thousand pounds? You say? Yeah, about that. Around there, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Yeah. So honestly, if 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 he comes to Manchester United or Manchester City or Liverpool, which is a which is a potential which is potential, um, then that could that could be the making of him. I think. Doing it in the well, in the prem, the the top speed. I mean, <laughs> Mbappe and Haaland, they're both rapid. It's oh just, yeah, there's no doubt in that. Mbappe, yeah, he Mbappe is faster, but marginally. Mbappe's top speed is thirty eight kilometers per hour, wow. and Haaland's is thirty six. So yeah, there's not ridiculous too speed. much difference. I just personally think whatever play style you play Haaland in. I don't know what it is about Haaland. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. So, so you, I, I know, I know you do like him. Uh, yeah. You, you like him a lot. I, I just think there's something incredible about. So, so, so how? Sorry. Um, what did you say? The average speed was, well, their their kilometers an hour. Oh, the, their top speed. Um, Mbappe yeah. is thirty eight and Haaland's thirty six. Oh my god. That is higher than the average Olympic men's hundred meter. Thirty-eight is. It's the average is thirty-seven point three eight, and Mbappe is quicker they, than that. They are fast. They are they both are fast. rapid. 
If you look at the build of Haaland as well, though, he's he's definitely got the aerial dominance that... I know. I, I don't know how he's so fast with... He's, he, he's a proper... Me. He could be like a a number four or number five in rugby. He's, he's that tall. He's also that a tall. very good rapper, if you've not seen the video. Oh, yeah. That is, that is a thing of beauty. If you haven't watched <laughs> that, go and check it out. You got it. Uh, so whilst we're in, in between topics, uh, if you're on YouTube, feel free to subscribe. Uh, we'll be posting lots of stuff like this uh, every Monday and Friday, keeping you up to date on the b- big news. And we've got, and often, um, when Leeds lose, Matthew gets really angry and it's really funny. <laughs> and yeah, I, no. I think yeah. in a minute we'll have Yusef and he'll be really angry. Oh, so if, if that's not enough for you guys to like and subscribe, then I don't know what it is. So thank you for all the support, though. It's really good. Uh, so, Yusef, now you're back. Let's start on Liverpool. Liverpool lost today to Fulham at Anfield. That is what six game, six home game, six home losses in a row. Uh, oh, it's they've won one in five and they've lost four in five. Down in eighth now. It's it's not looking good for Liverpool, is it? It's not looking good at all. Yusef, where do you think Liverpool have gone wrong? I feel like people need to understand. This is sort of like transition here because we clearly cannot play without Van Dijk. And yeah, there's literally, there's there's huge issues in the defence. Klopp really needs to change his tactics. And yeah, that's the main issue really. It's just you can't rely on players like Kabak and Fabinho, who is a makeshift centre-back, to help you. So I feel like Really, Klopp, Klopp's not going the right way right now. And he keeps on trying to rotate the starting eleven. Like today, he showed a lot of disrespect to Fulham by starting like that. And they completely proved it wrong. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, as a Liverpool fan, uh, you, you'll have heard the name of Bill Shankly. The great Bill Shankly once said, uh, you shouldn't have to strengthen when you're weak. And do you think that is what's wrong with Klopp? He failed to strengthen when Liverpool was strong. You need to... Bill Shaggy said, you need to be building and strengthening the squad when it's in its prime. So, is that where Klopp's gone wrong? Should he have maybe invested more in the summer? I know they they brought Jota in, who's been pretty good this season. But, for me, they need a striker. Oh, yeah, definitely. You You can't rely on... Big man Bobby Firmino up front because mm. let's be honest, he's he's an entertaining player, but what does he really bring to the game? Like, have you ever seen like his job? Okay, if you're not going to score goals, Firmino get assists. He's doing neither at a good level, and yeah, I mean, his thing. I, d- I don't even know if we could get good value for him because he's not. He's one of those players where you can't use him in a way because. He, he's entertaining for the fans, but he won't have an impact on the game. That's his issue. Mm. So that's why I think we need to get a number nine. But yeah, I mean, we all know who the main guy is and we could get it with the GoFundMe. Trust me, trust me. Well, someone's going to so, donate like 200 mil. So, so you think, I, I genuinely think if Liverpool were to get Mbappe or Haaland in the summer and get VVD back and maybe have... Koulibaly or just Joe Gomez I I think they would win the league oh we'd win the league anyway we don't need to make any signings (laughs) as as long as Van Dijk's back and Joe Gomez is back then we're fine yeah no but like to be honest I know they're great they're they're some of the best in the world but 
there's of course you clearly didn't have a plan for if they were going to be injured because to to put it nicely uh you're awful at the moment and mm-hmm. where are leads Alright, so yeah. we'll get on to these in a bit. You chef, you chef, Wait, you chef. What, what? He's comparing you us chef. to no, no, our no, expectations. No, he has a point. Yeah, you have a point. Yeah, Leeds aren't Perfect. as good as Liverpool. I know they're not. I know. We're a newly promoted side. But for Liverpool's standards, you're not playing well. That's our standards with Van Dijk. Do you think we plan to have all of these injuries, mate? You, you can have... Le- okay, okay, let's look at Leeds as well. Oh, I don't want to hear cock, man. I don't want to hear cock or click or any of those guys. I mean, just no, Just to no. clarify there. Yusuf is not referring to the body pie, he's referring to the Leeds player. No, like, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> there yeah. is a Leeds player called Robin. We didn't have Pop. to reference, we did not have to. No, but okay, I know. Okay. What, what you, well, I, I understand Yusuf. you, Seth. You don't want to hear about any other club's problems because you want the main story to be on Van Dyke. And, I, and you, you do, what? because if it's not, then, then you, you don't do. have an excuse. What do you mean? So you you don't see any of the other injuries, do you? The, you to heard... be fair, to be fair to Yusef, the 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 injuries Liverpool have had is appalling. In the oh, Gomez, Matip, Henderson, Kabak, Van Dijk. Yeah, Kabak's got a knock. Quite but, a lot. No, think about that. Anyone? No, that 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 is their replacement centre back. Matip, Gomez. And Kabak. Yeah, I get that, but like obviously they're not to the level of yeah, of course, the level of Van Dijk. But, but there is no centre back in the world that is. I mean, yeah, it's like replacing could... Messi at Barcelona. It's, you cannot do it. He is the vocal point. Van Dijk yeah, is yeah. the reason I, Liverpool I under- the league. Yeah, I understand. Without Van Dijk, Liverpool are not as good as they usually are. But oh. what I'm trying to say is they should. Because he's so important to them, they should have a backup plan, which Klopp didn't think, and now they've paid for it. Could I just mm. say the backup plan probably included those rotation centre backs that Ethan's just mentioned? Yeah. But to be fair, the reason why Liverpool could play with such a high line is because you have players like Van Dijk and Gomez, who are two of the quickest centre backs in the Prem. That's yeah, that is true. Klopp, that's why. Yeah. That's why I'm saying you you need to adjust. The backup plan may not just be the players you bring in, but the tactics, you, like how you play, because yeah, Yusuf, you can't play that football if you don't have stability at the back, which they're not having right now. But personally, I think Allison he had a great game against that. I mean, it it was it was a hard one to say. It was a bit lazy from Mo Salah. Yeah. Oh, definitely yeah. sloppy, sloppy pave. Uh, on a positive, Yusuf, did you watch the game? Yes, I did. Um, Nico Williams, he looked he looked good, didn't he? Oh, I didn't think he did. <laughs> I mean, Matthew could have, or you could have, but nah. To be fair, yeah, I'm from an outsider looking like... in. He, uh, to be honest, I don't know what he is doing in the defense because he is awful at defending. But going <laughs> forward, going yeah. forward, he's he's fantastic. I've seen him like that for Wales. He's he's a great player um, to look ahead to. So back to Liverpool. The consensus I've heard on Mo's side is that they aren't going to want to... Their their guy is Mane. Mane is the guy that oh, they won't want to let go. Salah is is just the guy who scores the bulk of the goals. So is Firmino the one that has to go in the summer for them to have a stronger attacking-wise? Because it wasn't just the defence today. The attack was poor. It has to be said. Yeah, 60% possession and zero big chances. 12 chances created and zero of them are big chances. You, that, that, that's not 
that shouldn't be acceptable for a team like Liverpool with Salah up front, who has a market value of 120 million, Mane, 100 million. That that's not that's that can't be acceptable. So, do you need an attacker in the summer as well? You do because I feel someone like Jota, he's great. Someone like Jota, he's great off the bench. But Firmino, like, let's be honest, you're not going to get as much profit with Firmino as you'd like. Like, you're still going to have to invest a lot into getting a big, like, striker. Oh, just, just on Firmino, uh, I've just looked it up. Market value is 72 million. Okay, that's a that's a rip yeah, off. I, I, that I, is a rip off. No, but I understand. Like, he doesn't see, he's not good. Like, he's not scoring or getting like assists. But we were, um, okay, I'm going to, I, um, I apologize for the viewers because I keep bringing it back to Leeds, but. Oh, yeah. We we said this about Bamford, and then we take we take him out of the squad, and we lose three 0 to Crawley. Okay, but when we t- have taken Firmino out of the squad in the past, I know like yeah, today's not a good example because the whole team was poor. But times where we've started Jota and we've had Salah Mane, like they look at least on the same level. Yeah, I feel like with yeah, Firmino, yeah, Firmino yeah. just looks so nice to watch. Like he's like. He's a very entertaining player, I've got to be honest. But his issue is that he's so reluctant to shoot. And this team needs him to shoot. Because when Salah and Mane aren't on their day, how are we supposed to get any goals? Mm. I've been looking in the championship for for strikers that Liverpool could possibly replace. And just looking at like championship top scorers. Um, so top scorer is Ivan Tony for Brentford. Uh, players like Timu Puki is a bit old, but <laughs> old to be signing. So it, if you cannot get a big player abroad, should you be looking for... Do you want a goal scorer? Is that what Liverpool needs, to take the bulk of the goals away from Salah and let him do his, his, his stuff? Do you, need, do you want a goal scorer to replace Reno? It's difficult because the way we play is that there is no number 10. So, mm. so like Jurgen Klopp says, when we play with high press, it's like we have our own number 10. That's our, that's our number 10. Because we create chances there because we have Trent and Robertson in space running down the line with players covering when we play high up the pitch. So it's like Trent and Robertson are like the playmakers, if you have to say. So I don't think we actually need a number 10, like a lot of people say. I think we genuinely need a goal scorer so that, there's a there's a different way because Salah Romani they're not tall headers so who's going to be the threat in the box? Keep them all. Okay. <laughs> well, no, no. He's a great player. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. but not he, for he the system of Cardiff. For the yeah. system of Cardiff. For the system, yeah. I, I was watching Cardiff the other day and I don't know what's happening, but the centre mids have stopped passing the ball on the floor. I don't know what's happened. I thought the tactic was get it back to the goalie and he kicks it very hard and keeping more headers it. It, it was too much passing for me. It was too much passing. Nonsense. Too much passing. Yep. Yeah, to be fair, that's what I can make. Not enough booting. Game is a bit boring, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so <laughs> let's leave it there on Liverpool. No, then, one second. Can Matthew I just ask Yusuf one bust. more question? Yes, go ahead. I, okay, Yusuf, like, because I'm confused. Do you, uh, um, do you know what to... Are you just a bit clueless on what the lineup's going to be? Because your, your defence, it's like... Williams, Phillips, and Williams, and like you are on the bench, you're leaving out like Fabinho and like Arnold and Tiago, who I don't know why Tiago is not starting as well. Mane's not starting either, and I think Mane's 
great player. Do you, do you know why they're not? Have they been injured or? No, I feel like Jurgen Klopp, he, he took Fulham very lightly today, which is disrespectful because Fulham play, let's not lie, they play some incredible football at times. Mm. They were Whenever they had the ball today, they did look to be threatening against our awful defence. But yeah, it's the issue like, it's the, it's the defense with Liverpool. I feel like the players, there's a lack of confidence now. With all that's happened throughout the season, like towards the start of the season, players can get away with stuff. Like we said, City didn't start off strong. Look at them now. That That's kind of how it works, I feel. Mm. I mean, the players have literally no confidence. Klopp, yeah. clearly, like Thiago is not fitted in well because... Would you, it's, it's would you, would you have preferred it if uh, they had spent the 26 million they spent on Alacantara... Um, Thiago Alcantara and spent it uh, elsewhere with a possible striker or or something else of the such you've got to be looking at places where the players aren't going to get in possible game time ahead of a maybe a number two maybe looking down the league slightly would that be something that you would have preferred the money be spent on or or has, has Alcantara been a waste of money for you well, I'm, I'm just going to say this about Thiago Alcantara when he was in Birmingham. For me, he was the best midfielder in the world. Like, he's just incredible. You can't get the ball out of his feet. I just feel like his style, you know, he does a lot of risky passes and things like that. And I feel like if we had Van Dijk right now and like Joe Gomez, we can get away with those passes. But because our defence is very weak and there's not the pace that is needed, he can give the ball away at times. And I feel like the players aren't making the runs that Thiago wants them to make. Like, you want to get the balls over the top to the players running in behind. But Salah and Mane, like, they just seem to be... Like, I'm just going to say this. The Liverpool players look tired as well. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It's been a rough schedule for Liverpool. It's caught I mean, up on them. I mean, Ethan, you're saying about Thiago maybe being a waste of money, but it's just my opinion. But I feel like, at times, Thiago's the only one who actually cares on the pitch and the only one who's trying to make an effort. Definitely. And actually wants to get the win. Sometimes everyone else is just being a bit lazy and Thiago's trying to make something happen. You've got, you've got the argument as well that that Liverpool are... Do, do the players want it as much anymore? Is it, well, we've won the league now. What what, what do we do? I, I, that probably isn't the case, but it, it could be. So let's move on to the Liverpool's opponents today, which were Fulham. So... So, so Fulham today, uh, Jurgen Klopp said Fulham beat us mentally and physically. So it's looking tight down the bottom of the end of the league. So Brighton on 26 with a game in hand on Fulham on 26. Newcastle with a game in hand on 27. Uh, I'm not going to lie, guys. I don't think Fulham are going down. Don't know about you guys, but from what I saw today, Fulham aren't going down. No, I mean, from wow. anywhere from 14th, from 14th yeah. downwards, could get yeah. relegated. Even South, yeah, Southampton are being dragged down. I think, I think Southampton, I think Southampton pulled out of it this weekend with the with their win, with their win uh, yesterday. Yeah, but they're still only seven points away, and I mean, if you look at their previous results, they yeah, they, true. they haven't won in a in a while. Well, so, what, what do you, who do you guys reckon will go down? I think West West Brom are gone now. I think they they lost today, didn't they? No, they drew today. Uh, I think that's it for West West Brom now. Um, yeah, I'd say Sheffield United and West Brom are going down, in my opinion. And yeah, 
Fulham, it's good if Fulham go down because they 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 easily could. Let's be honest, they could. But it's just so entertaining their football. Like, mm. I I'm, I can see Brighton because they're yeah. just not they're not playing well at the moment. Let's be honest. But then but then Newcastle, they're in a they 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 are they haven't won for a while now. They haven't they haven't won since they beat Southampton, their relegation rivals, early February. Newcastle, what once they got in that sticky situation. It's going to be hard for them to get out. And if you look at fixtures-wise, Newcastle, they've got Spurs still to play, West Ham, Liverpool, which isn't much of a challenge, Leicester, Arsenal, City. They got And then Fulham on the final day. Final day, Newcastle versus Fulham. That, 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 could, that could decide who's going down. That's going to be a huge game. That's a massive game. And then to look at Brighton's... Uh, Brighton's. They've got Southampton next week. I reckon if Southampton beat Brighton, that's that's them safe. Do you think? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Pro- probably. Yeah. They, uh, all, and then Brighton this. Newcastle on next weekend. No, the weekend after. Then then uh, Brighton have got three games. They got Man United, Everton, Chelsea. They got Sheffield United. They got Leeds, Wolves, West Ham. Man City and Arsenal on the final day. So if you're looking at Brighton there, the only place you can really see them getting any points is against Sheffield United. So that's that's three points from the rest of the season. And then they got Newcastle. So Brighton have got poor fix as well. I don't think Burnley will go down. I do I really don't think Burnley will go down. The thing is though, everyone's like everyone was saying, Oh, Burnley, you know, they're they're actually like bringing it back, but they haven't won, so, uh, excluding Crystal Palace, which was six games ago now. Mm. They haven't won for a long time. Like they haven't won for, excluding that, like ten games. Yeah. yeah. So I think it is quite a possibility, but I think Brighton, seeing Fulham play quite nice stuff. Brighton try, but Brighton also try as well. Yeah, Brighton. But Brighton they try. tries to play good stuff, but yeah. really, it's it's not going well for them, is it? Uh, yeah, they got Neil Morpe. Yeah, just looking down, just to end, just looking down Point. to the yeah. championship. Um, there's been a lot of speculation this week about Chris Wilder signing a new deal. Is Chris Wilder the man to bring Sheffield United back up, Matthew? Um. Yeah, because he's so loyal to the club. He he loves the club. He's like a he's been a fan of the club, and the club loves him. If they go down, I don't think they'll sack him. Like I think, I think it was like Tony Farker. Is that is that his name? Who's Norwich manager? Daniel 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 Farker. Yeah, he they kept him when they like mm. they barely got any points last season, and they they kept him. They went straight back down, and they. Now they're 10 points clear at the top of the league. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like you can have the same manager and it can still work. You just need to change around some little bits and bobs. Yeah, definitely agree with you there, Matthew. Uh, so that's all from us this week. We'll be back on Friday for a look ahead to next week's fixtures. Um, so it's a it's a bye from me and it's a bye from Matthew and Youssef. Uh, so if you're on YouTube, please feel free to like and subscribe. If you're on Spotify, drop us a follow as well. Uh, And we'll see you next week. Until then, goodbye.